Hello. This is by its cover. You are joined by Aiden and Bratney. <laughs> and I, I delete you from the podcast. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I am the podcast. <laughs> no. I could just describe book covers. I. <laughs> describe the covers you're like so here's another book i have found and this is what it looks like <laughs> now <laughs> put in the comments if i got anything right <laughs> good day <laughs> oh. it's a pretty short podcast i feel yeah <laughs> inaccurate as well it'd be known as a around the block podcast so you could listen to the whole podcast <laughs> as you run around the, the entire series <laughs> If you will. <laughs> and that would just be called Around the Block. <laughs> Tune in for Aiden's new podcast. Around the Block. <laughs> no. We might workshop. We might take that one offline and workshop it a bit more, my love. There's no such thing as a bad idea. I've never said there was. I'm just saying it might need a little more work. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, this is by its cover. And my name is Brittany, although that's not what Aiden said. Because he's a poo face. Everyone in your family knows you as that name. No, they don't know me as that name. They they only say that when when I was a child. It's been a long time. Okay, fair enough. That's unfair. I apologize. Apology not accepted. Well, that's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yes. Episode number four. So, last episode was a little bit <sighs> all over the shop. Yes. It was a, it was a very us, unfortunately. Um, uh, just, like, we had um, the unexpected visitor show up. Which was good. We hadn't seen her for a while, so it was good to catch up yeah. yeah not so good for like podcasting but good to see her oh, it's life. And, and then just technical difficulties as well because what is life if it is not just filled with technical difficulties so this week we are hoping to come in no interruptions <laughs> no no difficulties you know now that you say that we're going to get a knock on our door now that you've definitely said that. I don't know. The issue is we're too social. Yeah, I doubt it. I don't know. It's pretty late. I, I don't think we will. You don't think? I don't think so. All right, fine. Oh, dear. Back to the podcast. Let's see how, we, how well we go tonight. I've only recorded four minutes. We don't have to just go straight into the podcast. Can talk, can say, tell us about your life, Aiden. <laughs> Good news, like, so you can't, um, you can't listen to these podcasts. That's the other thing. So, I, I do all the editing for our podcast. Um, Aiden, Aiden can't because he hates listening to himself on rec in a recording, which is pretty ironic given that we record every every fortnight. But well, as I told you, Brett, like. Like, my line of work, it's heavy re regulatory based. So there's a lot of recordings of what I do. So 
listening to yourself over and over and over again, day in and day out, it like becomes something like you just hate your own voice, especially through a recorded line. So that's why I pref- I leave and I trust that sort of work to you. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think you have anything to to be worried about. No, I don't. At the end of the day, it's it's just when you just hear your voice repetitively, constantly. Like, I mean, I hear your voice repetitively and constantly. So, but but well, like when it's in a review sense, in a quarterly report, like where you li- listen to thirty recordings all at once as an audit when they pick up samples, like it's it just gets a bit like that that sort of. Um, that sort of listening just obviously just go listen and like those sort of recordings like it's just can be a lot that's fair that's fair enough but yeah that's why sometimes if there's like a little postscript postscript at the end of a podcast it might just be me because um i usually do them when i am editing so aiden's usually at work while I edit, so he isn't really around to do the rest of it, but you know. I help in any way I possibly can. I know. Oh yeah. Know. Oh, that wasn't an. I know that wasn't an attack. I was just saying, like that's. I could only help with what I can help with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's being on different schedules where you work nights and I work days. It, it can be a bit tricky to line us both up more than once say like if we're recording now we then have to if you know for us to re-record or to do something at the end we'd have to reline up that time and that just doesn't always work really could be worse i I know i'm not saying that but like i i like that's my like mentality like it could always be worse (laughs) great for a pessimist you're pretty optimistic T-shirt. <laughs> oh, okay. No, do not turn that into a T-shirt. <laughs> this was sent in by Kyle Moore from um, my childhood throughout the day. But anyway, we got into this like wild sidetrack because I was going to say like back when we were talking about Morton, I was going to say it was good that we went to Morton Island because it actually gave me time to read. And so I literally sat down and read this book till I finished it. Um, so Aiden, I mean, Aiden's not going to know, he's only going to know what the front cover is. I wouldn't even remember that if I'm being honest. He may, I know he might've heard some of my feelings about this book (laughs) already. (laughs) Yes. I I think he made that abundantly clear. Um, But anyway, so this week, I'll start off by saying it is a, a another book talk, book talk, mega hyped book. Um, it is Hide by Kirsten White. So, again, this is one that has it made it for us. Isn't that like an actor? Kirsten White. Chris, oh, Kirsten. I, th- I think it's Kirsten. K I E R. I'd say Kirsten. I hope we're not developing an army of hatred for her. <laughs> you got her name wrong. <laughs> we're doing, we're doing our best 
Well, this is, I guess this is the thing, right? With authors, you don't tend to hear their names as much because it's uh, it's on an audio, audio, audio. Audio format. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, unless I listen to, okay. Unless I listen to audio books, which I mean, we may we may do eventually. I'm I'm not doing that at the moment. I've got a couple of my side projects. I've been so psyched this year with reading. I've only read, I think this is my fourteenth book. I'm very very behind. Usually, I'm a lot a lot further ahead in my reading. When I first started dating you, um, like this is five years ago now, um. I like you like you I came in and you were reading a book and you just set like this was the start of the year and you set this mega plan as to how many books you're gonna read. I'm just like that's more books that I've read in my entire <laughs> my entire schooling year of five years. Like it was You would have went went to school for six years. Six years in high school, it was four. Like school in Korea. So so oh, that yeah, that's yeah, primary yeah. and twelves. Yeah. Thirteen years, which is incredible. But, but again, it's something I enjoy, and it's not some like the whole reason we have a podcast is that I love reading books and I read a lot. Whereas it, you, it doesn't really vibe with you so much, and that's the whole reason we have a podcast. Whole reason we're here today. Yeah, but, and but I, as I said, I, I'm. I think my goal this year was 30 books and the only reason it was 30 was because I was trying to read more um, like bigger books than basically put. So earlier this year I did read Imaginary Friend by Stephen Sabotsky which was took up a lot of pages. Um, but to do this podcast at the moment I have to read I think a bit smaller books so these books average around 300-ish pages, which isn't too bad. So I am starting to pick up a little bit more and get a little bit more, <laughs> a couple of more books under my belt this year. But yeah, it's a significant shift for me because last year I read, I think it was 53 books last year, 52 or 53 books last year, which is um, comparatively a lot more. So but that's okay. Um, you know, this year has been a very different year for us as well. Like we've had um, the wedding, honeymoon, ex- exactly trips um, south, changing, changing jobs. We've had a lot of things happen and we changed to a new division at work. Like it's just been it. Like we thought 2022, uh, uh, 2020, 2021 was big for us, but I think 2022 has really been like the yeah. huge year and for I, us. And I, yeah. And like, I think, too because now we can kind of go outside a little bit more and see people a little bit more than I think we probably are doing that whereas you know last year we were still going into lockdowns and 2020 was the same so um you know maybe I read more purely because there was not a huge amount to do when we couldn't leave the house um but anyway we'll I'll as I said I'll we'll I'll get to at least 20 this year, which is fine, but it's not where I usually go. More than makes up for it, like in terms of fortnights a year. Yeah. We will do well. And to that, to the book. 
Yes. So let's let's talk about the um let's talk about Hyde. It's not the Hyde. Hyde. No. Okay. Like that, where you say the you say the title, and people are like, "Who's hiding?" It's like it's like you by Carolyn. Yeah, Ka- so I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to I'm going to interrupt you for a sec because I don't want you to spoil it. Um, you, I think you spoiled a couple of books ago by have having this precursor. No, no. All I'm just saying is it's just like because it doesn't say like the hide or do you know what I mean? Like because it's just the one word, it can be a little bit like. Confusing if you were saying it to someone. <laughs> Especially when it's in bold capital letters. Um, anyway, anyway. Tell, us, tell us about this book cover. Not going to lie. Like, the front... Well, actually, no. I don't start there. I shouldn't... Actually, so, let me start from the top. The rules are simple. Don't be found. Which, very ominous. Below that, hide in big, bold red letters. I made a comment a couple of podcasts ago about not liking font. <laughs> I love this font. Oh, you like I, 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 I do like did this you, font. Did you hear that, Kristen White? She likes the font of your front cover. <laughs> you can sleep easy now. It's <laughs> <laughs> you. There is an icon in the middle of the book. Oh, sorry. Uh, a... Centipede. I said to uh, an icon. I will come back to that as I want to leave that as my last point. Below that, though, it has Kirsten White. Kirsten, I apologise. Please don't come find me. <laughs> At the author's name in black. And just below that, guaranteed to be the book of the summer, Isa Jane. Eliza Jane Bargain. That. When it says guaranteed to be the book of summer, like, what does that mean? Like, it means that it's going to be a very popular book. A- according to this. Why not say a popular guarantee to be a, the book to read? Well, some, bit, some do that. Because, like, guaranteed to be, be the book to read that summer, like, that's obviously with the way time works, it's going to roll over. And it's no longer going to be summer. That, that well, like, well, like, why not make it something this that... Is, this is, so, sorry. Um, so it was published, I think it was published... Hang on. Um, give me two seconds. So I think it was published around July 2022. So for America, that would have been summer. That would have been the height of summer. I think it was... I could be wrong. It might be a bit early. You know what? Let's have a quick guess. Because, like, I see that all the time, where it's just, like, the book of summer. And like May. May 24th. So that's why. It's, like, when it's, it's, it's supposed to be, it's been released before American summer. So when they say it's the book of the summer, it means this is going to be the book that everyone's going to read during the holidays. Okay. I will be honest, it's actually giving me Chernobyl vibes. Mm. Ferris wheel, in the background, dead trees, cities in the back background that look a bit decrepit, at least from my angle. Like, it looks like a very desolate environment. 
from the tree, it does look like there's a reddish vine that protrudes down into the brown mass. So, I assume that tree has some significance within the story for it to be highlighted like that. Maybe a body had been buried under a tree or something like that. But, yeah. It has the ferris wheel, it has the tree, and on the ground it has all these vines just protruding down to where the author's name and the guarantee to be the Book of the Sunlight is. And it just it makes me more believe the significance of that could potentially be that it, whatever it is, its reach is vast and ever-consuming. So... And upon looking at the Ferris wheel closer, it actually looks like it's a bit worn down because you're missing a, cent a spiral slat um, down the very bottom. And you have a couple of crows that are fading in the background and one very pronounced towards the Kristen White logo. It's just... Yeah, Chernobyl gives me heavily... Like, heavily... <laughs> it gives me heavy Chernobyl vibes. So, what do you think this book is actually truly about? Oh, Sorry, guys. That was technology on my phone. Once Brittany said something remotely that prompted a... Um, All I said was, what do you think this book is about? How did that... I I've got no idea. How that opened up TikTok. No, I've got no idea. I, and that, that just popped up on my weird. phone. That's what that noise was. Um... What do I think this story is about? I think the vines are a very big clue to how this story is. Whatever is chasing this person in order for them to hide, I think it's ever-reaching, it's everywhere, and there's no escape. I think wherever this is, it's rundown and decrepit. Very similar to Chernobyl. So that's what I think's happened. Either there's a friend group that's entered into this place as a explore, you know, one of those um, stories that are everywhere where you would get a bunch of friends being like, oh, let's go on a cool adventure. And only one of them comes back. Well, none of them comes back. Um, um, so I think that is what the story is about. And I think that's heavily pointed to because up the very top it says the rules are simple don't be found like against all else you must not be found otherwise you're not going to be handed a medal it's probably something that's gonna, something bad's probably going to happen so what genre what genre do you think this is horror everything on i've seen on this cover just points towards horror okay so was is this the week where I've guessed the story to a T, or is this where I've completely just like I overshot and I've just completely read into the cover? Okay, can I be honest? I actually want to read that book. Really? <laughs> the, book the book that you just described sounds really cool and really interesting. Not what this book was about, but it sounded really interesting. Um, you obviously got you definitely got the genre correct. 
Okay, let me bring up. Bring Yay! Up. <laughs> I created a cool storyline of a book. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> On our next podcast, I create stories from <laughs> alternate stories from book covers. <laughs> Aiden starts short, but then I remember. Okay, so I'll read the blurbs for you now, and I feel like um, you'll. It, it's pretty. It makes sense. A lot of things pretty fit pretty quickly. Okay, so this is Hyde, Christian, a Christian wife. The challenge. Spend a week hiding in an abandoned amusement park and don't get caught. The prize. Enough money to change everything. Even though everyone is desperate to win, to seize their dream futures or escape their haunting pasts, Mac feels sure that she can beat her competitors. All she has to do is hide and she's an expert at that. It's the reason she's alive and her family isn't. But as the people around her begin disappearing one by one, Mac realizes this competition is more sinister than ever oh, than sh- even she imagined and that together might be the only way to survive. 14 competitors, 7 days, everywhere to hide but nowhere to run. Come out, come out wherever you are. And then under that says High stakes hide and seek competition turns deadly in this dark supernatural thriller from New York Times bestselling author Christian White. So, so supernatural horror. So like like you've got a creature of some sort. Is the way I get that correct? Am I reading into that right? You're putting me in a very difficult position here because I don't want to spoil things. Sorry, I'll, we'll talk after the podcast. Um, <laughs> I apologise, listeners. I'm just that probably tells everybody what they what they need to know. Um, I think it gives me like after what you said from the blow, it gives me like Hunger Games, but like in a and and I um in a um in a um decrepit um yeah in a, yep. my brain's yep. not. No, 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 I get, yeah, in an old, amu- abandoned amusement park. An abandoned amusement park, yeah. yes. Yeah, so definitely, yes, like, definitely Hunger Games vibes, except you're not, they're not killing each other, which, I mean, that's not a spoiler, because that's pretty clear that's not what's happening. Um, but this book was actually, a lot of the advertising they did for this book, they were like, this is the book to read after Squid Game. Ah! So, is this why that was popular on TikTok? BookTok, sorry, BookTok. Well, TikTok, BookTok. Um, I, I don't know because I have still not seen Squid Game, which so is heavily know. disappointing. Well, I just I don't watch know. it while I'm away partying tomorrow night. It got it got spoiled. Oh God, Aiden, I'm not gonna watch the entire season. It's actually not that big. Mm, well, I've I've seen bits of it. I've seen little bits over your shoulder and stuff, so I know enough. And the thing everyone spoils it online no, it's, no one spoils it you google search no no no. <laughs> you google search the editing you didn't no i didn't i because anyone that doesn't know Brittany goes through and google searches the ending to most tv shows or movies okay. before watching i don't know how you can do that not all the time you <laughs> <laughs> when it's something, when it's one of my movies and we're watching it together for the first time, <laughs> I, I'd be like, oh, Brittany, what are you doing on your phone? Uh, I'm just Google searching the ending. I'm just, just like, why would you do that? Just watch the movie. You're like, no, I don't know what happens. I'm just like, you do that by watching the movie, mate. Well, to, be, to be fair, some of the movies you pick, like, I just need to know if it gets more interesting. I'm sorry. Well, you, that's, patience. 
patience comes into play where you just watch it. Well, anyway, like, okay, so again, like, I haven't watched Squid Games. I'm, look, it's, it's on the list. It's been recommended to me by a lot of different people. Watch it's it, on, it's the, on list. the list. Watch it instead of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm up to season six of Buffy, so I've only got two seasons to go. Or this season, like, I'm literally at, like, episode one or episode two of Buffy, so, um, season six, episode two. I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to finish the season. I'm going to finish the series, and then I'll move on to something else. Um... But anyway, what that has, Buffy has nothing to do with this book. Um, but yes, it was touted as, you know, the Squid Games of, oh, the book to read after watching Squid Game. As somebody who has not watched Squid Games, I don't know how accurate that is to say. It, I can understand where they have that when it goes through and talks about like a sum of money and you've got to like survive. Yeah, and it's like it's a child's game that you that 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 alone in that one sentence is Squid Game, yes, which obviously you would know because it's been spoiled. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that that was pretty clear. But that it's I would have thought like how you describe that book, I think that would actually be quite interesting. Like the. It does. So, it doesn't sound like from what you've experienced that it's. I. I probably gave this book. Uh, I'm gonna say about a three point five out of five. Um. I. I just found it. For the subject matter, for the blurb, for the type of story it's trying to tell, it was incredibly, incredibly slow. Okay, so it just went into like, as she sat down, she thought about her life and how did it ever get to this point? She really lived a memory from her childhood, like something. Like- mm, no, not even like that. Like, it takes so it just I don't know. It's supposed to be told over the. I don't know how to explain it. I'm gonna do my best, but it's supposed to be over the course of seven days, right? Um, so you. Have- How's done? <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's over the course of seven days, and maybe you're right. Maybe maybe that's why seven days was is a long time in this book, or it feels like a really long time. Um. <laughs> yeah, I just heard a very distressed meow from the window. Is that is that like a bat going on? Anyway, it's a bat going. I don't know. Anyway, this is what happens when you have a podcast with someone that has ADHD. You constantly get taken right off track, and you're like, "Ooh, what, what about this?" Anyway, so I just, it, I just struggled with it. I, I, and that I'm, I know I'm not the, I'm definitely not the only one who has felt like that reading this book. Um, I know that a lot of people who have read this book have either not finished it or really struggled with it. Um, and a lot have said that they didn't, like, they didn't, you know, absolutely love it as they expected to. And I think that was kind of my thoughts as well. Like, um, you know, you've got this high stakes child game, childhood game happening in an ab- um, abandoned amusement park. 
you know, it, it seems like something that's going to be a really interesting um, book. And I think for my part, um, I probably did come into this book with some expectations um, of what it was going to be like. So um, there were definitely some, like, I, I quite liked amusement park horror. I'm, I'm not even I don't. That, like, that's, like, number, number one fear dark forests in the middle of the night number two clowns <laughs> number three creepy um amusement parks so so it's pretty funny because on our honeymoon i actually read a novella about abandoned amusement parks um, in tasmania yeah yeah don't you remember me oh you probably don't we talked about a lot on our honeymoon yeah but like I don't know. You probably. I was on my phone. I was reading it as an ebook, so you probably wouldn't have noticed so much because I would have been literally on my phone. It wouldn't have looked like I was actually reading. Um, but I read a novella. Oops, sorry. Bumped, bumped the book. Called Welcome to Fireland. Let me just Google who because this novella. I highly recommend it. It is the bar. So, so weird. And Spencer Hamilton is the author. Um, so we're welcome to Smileyland, um, and it's just—I oh, don't even know how to explain that. It was—it's it, very similar to actually what you kind of thought this book was about. You got this group of friends who go up to this abandoned amusement park, and all this other stuff happens. It's wild. Um, we might even actually do it for our podcast because you like. Not right now. I've got to give you some time to forget. Yeah, that. I was gonna say, don't give it to us <laughs> next week and be like, "Oh, this is the book." No, 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 <laughs> well, this is my part, not. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll we'll do it, but maybe not right now. Um, but I came into it um having read Welcome to Smileyland this year. Um, a couple of years ago, I also read Fantastic Land by Mike. I think it's either Bockerville or Blockerville. We were gonna move. I'm sorry. Um, I'll just Google it. I think it's so. Um, I mean, Bokovin. Yeah, sorry, I had that right. Um, so I guess because I kind of had come in, I had some expectations of what this book brought to hide. Um, and I found especially, I found it really hard to get into this book. And I think part of the reason was because it actually had, when I first started reading it in particular, it had a lot of similarities to Welcome to Smileyland by Spencer Hamilton. Um, like, they have one character in particular. So the main character of Welcome to Smileyland is described very, very, very similar to one of the main protagonists of Hyde. Um, and I just felt like... I was just reading a little bit of a carbon copy. Um, as I kind of continued the book, obviously, um, things are going to go very different ways. Um, and I did like, I thought the idea was interesting to hide of, of you know, what, what was happening and why it was happening. Again, we're spoiler free, so I'm not going to delve quite into what's going on. Um, but it just... Again, it was kind of spoiled for me as well. 
someone we were talking um this book was on a an online on facebook and i was reading the comments stupidly and someone didn't write that they were writing a spoiler and they told me a big part of the book although i kind of disagree with them but anyway (laughs) (laughs) our britney is very very opinionated it's one of the many reasons i love you yeah so it just Hidden Pictures, the one we, that was our second podcast, um, which was again, it was like the book of the summer. Um, I enjoyed that a lot more than I enjoyed Hyde. Um, I don't know, just, it just didn't grab me. But You didn't um, need a Hyde. Sorry, you had to, oh, that was really bad. I tried to make you, a, you tried. I tried really you hard. Tried. You tried. Um, what I did like, um, and I thought was a really interesting, like, like thing. I'm one of these. I've become one of these people now. I never used to be, but I'm one of these people who reads all the acknowledgements and stuff now. What What's the acknowledgements? Uh, I never. So at the end of the book, so I'll just grab a handy book. Um, this is a version of Kissing at Home. <laughs> um, I have just re- grabbed. Um, okay, hold on. I thought this was really good. That was, I just grabbed Educated by Tara Westover, which is one of my favourite books, so we probably do that on the podcast because that book's fantastic. Um, let me just get it. Mm. Here we go, this one has one. Yeah, so they have the acknowledgements, usually it's at the end, so I've got um, Force of Nature by Jane Harper here, which I actually read earlier this year. Um, and it usually, you know, it goes about thanking, thanking their families and thanking, um, you know, the publishers and sometimes, depending on who is writing it and that sort of thing, um, it sometimes give a, gives you a little bit of an idea about how they came up with the idea. So this, this isn't a spoiler, um, but what Kirsten White wrote in in the back of Hyde in the acknowledgements was that um, at her five-year-old child's school, she was at school and they have these stained glass windows in the school. And the reason the, the windows are stained that way is so that the children can see out, but somebody with a gun can't see in. And, and this is America. This is, this is America and this is real. So she was... Um, her acknowledgements go on to talk about how um, uh, one of the lines that kind of it really struck me in this acknowledgement was in a game of gun, paper, scissors, who's going to win? And it just really, like that, that visual really struck me. And I actually really, I like, I think I liked the acknowledgements more than I actually liked the book, <laughs> to be honest. But I thought it was such an interesting idea. And she kind of credits that, that kind of thing happening in America and, um, that experience with her child as a reason she wrote this book. And I can sort of see it, but I thought that was really interesting. But it. Yeah, and it's a shock. Like, I think we're, at, we're so many episodes in that, thinking about this back to the book that we're, we're reviewing, um, 
that we can sort of, I guess, predict. Sometimes I can guess the book to a T, but sometimes books or covers can really just catch your eye. There are some clues to the story. And I guess it's just interesting, from the perspective of someone that does not read, going to a library and then you just have a row of books and you just, all you have to go off, it, first impressions, is the front cover. Yeah, that's why a lot of my reads are bad. <laughs> but, and this is why I say me, a, a non-book reader, that's the first thing I pay attention to. Yeah. And the only reason I have bought books in the past is because they've had a cool cover. Not th not the fact that I was going to read, uh, commit to read it, but just had a cool cover. Fair enough. And I guess it's just very interesting that some books covers, like I, I wonder, like, do they get notes um, given to the designer that design these front covers? Or do they go through and say, this the basic outline of a story, make a cover that's resemblant to this. It would be interesting to find out. If anyone does know, put in one of the comments, actually, that would be quite interesting to know um, that sort of process involved. Yeah, I mean, I guess they just have the, somebody who's designing the cover in the publishing house and they probably have a pretty fair idea about what the book's about, so they just they, they do it from there. Um, but the thing with this cover in particular, I actually think that it has a lot of hidden references to the book in the front cover that only somebody who had read the book would pick up on. So again, I'm not going to spoil it on here, um, but I'll tell Aiden later. But there are some things that, like he has made reference oh, of, and he, me, you, me, you, okay, <laughs> sorry, you, you, he. Um, so there are some things that Aiden has made reference to in um in the cover and can actually sort of say, okay, well, they would have chosen to do that because of this particular part of the book. So I think that's interesting as well that um, there's like little hidden things that make more sense if you've read the book. Right, okay. But yeah. Um, overall though, I, I really wanted to like this book and I've I don't know, I've tossed back and forth between a four out of five and a three and a half out of five, and I think I've just got to, I think I do have to just settle on the three and a half, only because I just really struggled with it. To, to get it up off the ground, no, it is, technically yes it is, but that's what I gave The Wizard King last week as well, or last fortnight as well. So, it's still an average say meh like would I okay so would I go and buy this book now that I've read it probably not no like I've read it I've done it it's not something that I would go out you're not going to go talk to your friends be like you must go through and pick up this no it's not something I'd recommend I probably okay the circumstances I would recommend it to, 
is if you are really into amusement park horror and you already read Smiley, Welcome to Smileyland, you'd already read Fantastic Land, you'd already read a bunch of horror theme park related things, this was the only book that you kind of hadn't read, then sure, maybe I would recommend it in that situation. This is not, if, if you came up to me on the street and said, what book would you recommend to me? Out of all the books you've ever read, this would not be the book. And I feel like that's really cool, but it's just not, it just wasn't my favourite. Um, well, look, it, it, at the end of the day, we review books. This is a bookish podcast. That like, and got taking it back to, you mentioned it was popular on book talk. Do you, can you see the reasons why it potentially would have been popular on book talk? Oh, uh, well, I think it was just really hyped up. As I said, it was really hyped up. It was overly, overly hyped. Um, so the reason I actually found this book was it was in a um, it was on a I don't know a list that I read um, I don't know it would have been earlier this year probably April um, which which was the sort of you know the top ten horror novels that are coming out this year. And this book was on there. So that's that's how this book came to my attention. Um, I know a lot of people found it on TikTok. It was really hyped on there. And as I said, the reason, um, the fact that it was linked to Squid Games, I think, did a lot for its advertising. Um, and then, yeah, the fact that this author has written another, she's written another series called the And I Darkling series, which I, I personally haven't read. Um, but I also know that's been very popular on TikTok. So um, it's also could just be that she had that kind of base on her reader, you know. Um, yeah, so I that's why I think it was hyped up. Um, yeah, a lot of people, I've had, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, that it was hyped up and then it was, it was a bit of a disappointing read compared to the hype. Okay, so that's quite common. Everyone, like, it was overhyped, but then once people have started to read it, they're like, oh, actually, what's happened here? Yeah, it's just not quite, yeah, that, that's, I don't know, that's been my experience. That obviously, some people have really enjoyed it, and I think if you've, you know, maybe read a lot by this author, and maybe you had the circumstances, you would have read this and been like, oh my god, this is amazing. Have you read much from this I've author? I've never read this author before. Um, I, I know her books um, by their covers, literally. Ha <laughs> sick. Oh, look at that. Um, I, I've heard of a couple of her, her book titles, but I've never personally read them. So this was my first introduction as well. This is her first adult novel as well. I think it's tricky because it's a tricky thing to come through with and unfortunately for me it just kind of missed the mark but you know my <laughs> at the end of the day she's still like a best-selling author like <laughs> my opinion doesn't mean anything <laughs> so yeah that was just I don't know that's just how I kind of yeah and I, I, as you said earlier in the podcast, I, I definitely heard, um, like, your opinion from the start, like, when we were camping. So, it was 
fucking day dot, like, it wasn't going to be the book for you. Yeah, I, I just really, it just really struggled to get through. And I kept pushing, hoping that it would get better, and it, in some ways it did get better. Um, but it, it was a real struggle to get through. Well, hopefully we get a book that's better next week for you. Let's get you a let's get you a four or five. Oh yeah, oh four or five is not very good. I thought you were saying like a four or five, and I'm like, are you? Is that like a specific book, or like are they talking about? I um I completely forgot to tell you. I actually have a way to actually rank these books going forward. Oh god. And I I wanted to go through and I'm not going to discuss it on this um t- on the podcast today. That will be something that we bring to the podcast next week. Because I like it. <laughs> What if I hate it? Then you hate it. Then we come up with something better because we're a team. Okay. But on that, I think that backs that 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 that's us. Yeah, we have been talking for fifty minutes, so. I will admit, Brenny, when I'm talking with you, I can talk for hours. Oh, stop it! No, no one comes onto this podcast for cheesiness. Boo. <laughs> I am a very I I may be a hopeless romantic but I am your hopeless romantic guess what oh no I can't never mind nah can't say it oh is it too dirty no (laughs) (laughs) no I just nearly spoiled something for our next podcast oh okay well let's leave on that thought in that case Something exciting happening next podcast. Mm. You're so lucky. I'm always lucky. So in that case, it'll happen. Anyway. Alrighty. We'll sign off. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Have a lovely rest of your day, guys. And yeah. Don't stick by the don't stick by the topic. Yes. Or don't. Still up to you. Yes. We need to come up with a cool catchphrase. Yeah, look, we're trying, but every time you say something, it's really horrible, so... <laughs> Don't say! <laughs> we'll get there. Just like our rating system, we'll get there eventually. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Bias Cover, a bookish podcast with Brittany and Aiden. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms, that's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. At the moment, we are everywhere. If you want to reach out to us, you definitely can do that through our social media. We have Instagram, which is bytescover underscore a bookish podcast. We have TikTok, which is bytescover a bookish podcast with the T missing. And if you want to send through a review or a comment question or maybe even... Um, what our next book should be, you can send that through to Bytescover, a bookish podcast at gmail.com. Have a great day. Bye.